time to get in the zone, the Fantasy Football Zone. Get involved with the show by following us on Twitter at DraftThatGuy. Now, PJ and Todd. Really? PJ? You want to take football advice from a guy named PJ? Don't you think I know that? How dare you insult my intellect? I'd much rather take advice from a guy named Strawberry Shortcake. Are you serious? Hey, I like Strawberry Shortcake. Welcome to this week's edition of the Fantasy Football Zone. I'm PJ over there. We've got... I'm Todd. All right, how you doing after this week? Oh, you know, I was uh, one and two last week. I'll tell you how pathetic one of my teams was or is. Um, I actually lost to a team who had Melvin Gordon in their starting lineup. (laughs) Oh, yeah. The Melvin Gordon mistake happened a lot. The uh, 8.30 game and plus him being inactive, it, it really didn't help anyone out. No, and then I had, you know, I ran into buys, and I had Carlos Hyde, and the the Friday trade did me in, so I had to take a zero there, and it just, it was just not a good week. How about you? Uh, 3-0. Nice. 3-0, yep, came back in a couple of them, so it it was a good week. It was a good week, and that, in one league, it was despite LaShawn McCoy's .10 outing after he got injured after his second carry, so I, I was happy my team in that league rallied the troops. Yeah, anytime you can come back after an injury is big. Yeah, so McCoy, yeah, that didn't help out. I know a lot of other owners, uh, that that did not help them out at all. But uh, here we are, week eight. The playoffs are somewhat in sight for some teams. You know, we've only got about four more weeks to go until the playoffs start, four or five more weeks in some leagues. So we're right here in the main stretch now. Yeah, this is the time where, you know, waiver wires starting to get a little slim pickings and you're pretty much either making a trade or you're going with what you got. Yes, trade bonanzas are happening in a couple of my leagues I'm in. So, uh, yeah, I I know trade deadlines, they seem to pop up here in the next couple weeks as well. So I I know a lot of people are going to be doing that, uh, going that route here in the next uh, week or so. We have to, right? Because like I said, the waiver wire is pretty slim. I mean, it's... I felt awful. Albert Wilson last week. We're like, yeah, pick him up. He's on the IR. Yes. Yeah, he's out. Yeah, some of those waiver wire pickups. Uh, I am proud of the Nick Chubb one. I I was able to score him in a league, so I, I I'm very happy about that. Yeah, that Carlos Hyde trade kind of came out of nowhere. Yeah, it did. Yeah, I mean, and that's that. You know, here we are with the actual NFL trade deadline. Uh, happening next Tuesday, still got a couple days to go. And and those situations, they're starting to help out, open up a little bit of possibilities here. So we had that trade go on with uh, Carlos Hyde getting shipped to Jacksonville and now Nick Chubb taking over in Oakland. And then we got this one now, Amari Cooper. He has been rescued. He is out of Oakland. He goes to Dallas. And now in Oakland, Jordy Nelson's a number one receiver. So if him or Martavis Bryant are on your waiver wire, there's a couple more options that have just opened up. Yeah, and speaking of the Raiders, if Doug Martin or Jalen Richard are out there, now that Marshawn's on the IR, there's a couple of other Raiders you may be able to pick up. I don't know how much the Raiders are going to do offensively, but (laughs) there may be some guys out there. And with the report that some of them are not happy that Derek Carr cried during an injury, you know, (laughs) who knows how long he'll be a Raider. What do you make of that? It's a mess. I think because the situation in Oakland, and I talked about this with someone else too, the situation in Oakland, since they're not going to be there much longer, you know, what's the appeal to go see the team anyway? So if you are going to tank, you may as well try to get some young draft picks now. And by the time you get to Vegas, that team is nice and shiny and uh, 
you know, they're ready to go. So there's no pressure. I mean, they're not in any pressure situation in Oakland right now because, you know, even if they don't show up for the team, oh, well, you're in Vegas in a couple of years. Right. Yeah. It's going to be interesting to see, you know, maybe Gruden wants to build the team and in his mindset, his image, and just keep collecting those draft picks. Uh, you know, I, it's just, they're not going to be done any favors in the West. That's for sure. The way Kansas city looked on Sunday night, mm-hmm. if they actually start to get a defense, they're going to be scary. Yeah. That's the thing with Kansas city. I mean, they, they can outscore anyone that defense, it's going to be the issue when they get to, uh, you know, playoff football time but for us in fantasy keep it up yeah they locked down cincinnati though on on sunday i was yeah. shocked yeah it was yeah you know they haven't stopped anybody all year i guess you could say they held the jaguars to 14 points but the jaguars aren't scoring on anybody right now but no. uh you know cincinnati had had a, a decent offense and they just shut them down and it's it's going to be interesting to, to see what kansas city does defensively now All right, so we'll start off again on bye this week. The Falcons, Cowboys, Chargers, Titans. So some pretty big fantasy names off once again this week. So you got no Julio Jones or Matt Ryan. You've got no Zeke Elliott. You've got no Melvin Gordon this week. So some big names on the bye this week. So hopefully you got some good replacements. And, yes, we do have another London game at 8.30 kickoff. Why didn't you uh, name any Titans? (laughs) Exactly. That's why. (laughs) <laughs> oh, that one Corey Davis receiver that I said is just going to be all world, and he hasn't turned out. Maybe they'll fix things in their bye week, but yeah. I did like the fact they went for two. You know, go for the gusto. Yeah, that that was that decision. I I, I do like. It. I know they got ripped for doing it. Kicked the field goal. No, if you're in that position, why not? And Deion Lewis. See, I will say this: Deion Lewis did have a pretty decent game, especially if you're in a PPR league. So I. <laughs> With that junk of a backfield situation they have there, maybe Deion Lewis you take a look at after they get off a of bye week because he was a little impressive in that game. He did have a good game. Yeah, so, I mean, there's that. So there's... Sorry, you caught me in a yawn talking about the Titans. <laughs> I uh, Sorry, well, what a surprise. It's either the Bills or Titans. Speaking of a yawn, that might be our uh, Thursday night. I should say that both these teams are 4-3, and three, but it's the Dolphins and Texans, Thursday night football, and uh, – with the Dolphins, it's Brocktober. Yeah, it just doesn't feel like a very sexy matchup, right? You look at it, you're like, Dolphins, seconds. Yeah. <laughs> but here's the thing with the Dolphins. I mean, I don't know if Danny Amendola is going to be on any of your waiver wires, but if he is, go snag him because Albert Wilson's on IR. Uh, Kenny Stills is, has been ruled out for tonight. So Danny Amendola, it looks like he's got some chemistry going with yeah. – uh, Osweiler, he's going to be playing again tonight as Tannehill's out. Yep. And so if you can grab Danny Amendola, grab him, throw him in your lineup. Uh, Texas defense has been decent, but uh, it just looks like a lack of options receiver-wise for the Dolphins. And with the Dolphins, too, you know, Kenyon Drake and Frank Gore, they seem to be sharing a little time in that backfield, but Drake had the bigger outing, I think, last week. And then uh, Texans as well. Their wide receivers, uh, Kiki is going to be out. Cootie is going to be out this game. Fuller is going to be, uh, he's back to practicing Foley once again. So Fuller is going to be making it. And of course, DeAndre Hopkins. So, I mean, there's your Texans options once again. Yeah. And, you know, uh, Miller had 100 yards rushing last week yep. uh, against Jacksonville defense. I think uh, Miller will have a nice game tonight against the, the Dolphins defense. Uh, Watson is still looks like he's playing hurt, but he's, he's doing enough to uh, win, you know, win mm-hmm. in the, in the, on the field, but I, I got to be honest. I had Watson as as a fantasy quarterback, unless I absolutely had to play him right now until he's healthy. I'd probably park him on my bench. Yeah, 
So that's the Thursday nighter. We'll now again Sunday morning. This is an 8.30 Central kickoff. It is the Eagles and Jaguars, so make sure you check that uh, injury report around 7.30. Or when that notification comes on your phone, this guy's in your lineup, get him out. You, you better do it quick because, yeah, again, this is another early kickoff in England. Eagles and Jaguars and, well, the Jags offense wasn't it just a couple weeks ago we're like, yeah, they're really giving Blake Bortles the keys to the offense. He's throwing it around a bit, putting up some good numbers. What the hell happened? Yeah, you know, we were singing the praises of Dante Moncrief. Uh, you know, Keelan Cole I was very high on coming into the season. Uh, you know, Moncrief did have seven catches for 76 yards last week, 10 targets again. So he did have a down week two weeks ago. He may also be available on your waiver wire still. I, I know one guy in one of my leagues gave up on him and dropped him. Um, you know, if you're in need of receivers for this week with, with buys, you, you may be able to grab him. But uh, otherwise, there's nothing about the Jaguars that I'm excited about. Carlos Hyde? No. No? <laughs> I am not excited about Carlos Hyde. And I... Uh, <laughs> on one of my teams, I had Marshawn Lynch when I'm IR. I have Zeke, so he's on bye. And my my running back situation is very thin. I have Aaron Jones. I have Carlos Hyde. And then uh, I have um, – <laughs> it's so sad, I can't even remember who I picked up. I have uh, Raheem uh, Mostert out of okay, San Francisco. 49ers yep. I picked up. Yep. And I'm going to play Raheem and Aaron Jones. <laughs> Carlos Hyde's on my bench this week. Yeah, with him splitting time with Yeldon, it looks like Yeldon got a little bit. I mean, he was banged up, but they don't have him listed on the injury report to start off the week here. So, I mean, it looks like Yeldon will be back and splitting time with Hyde, and there's your Jags offense until four. Well, on top of it, Philly's uh, Philly's defense has been pretty solid against the run, so that is also kind of um, a reason why I'm I'm going to wait to see what Hyde does with that offense and then. I feel like he's playing a tough defense this week, so he's uh, he's going to ride the pine. Yeah, and Philly's offense, they're starting to click a, li- a little bit. I mean, they, they were a little slow against Carolina, but uh, Carson Wentz is starting to put up some big numbers and uh, finding Alshon Jeffrey. Dallas Goddard, the uh, tight end, the rookie tight end, he was uh, one of his favorite options last week at a touchdown, so was Zach Ertz again. So, I mean, you got your typical Philly targets there for fantasy that – Wentz is starting to go to. The only problem is now that backfield's a big question mark with Clement and Smallwood. You don't know which one to go with each week. Well, now you have another guy, Josh Adams, who yeah. was in the mix a little bit last week. I know Smallwood is questionable going into the game on Sunday. So you may have Corey Clement and uh, Adams as your one-two punch. Mm-hmm. Uh, Josh Adams as your one-two punch running for the Eagles. You know, we just talked about Lamar Miller rushing for 100 against the Jags defense last week. So, you know, it'd be nice to get one of those guys going this week. I, I just, You may be in a situation like me. You may have to play an Eagle running back and, and hope for the best. Up next, we've got the Broncos at the Chiefs. And, uh, well, the Broncos, some trade news there. Not yet, but Demarius Thomas sounds like they want to get rid of him. He says, well, I see my time as a Bronco coming to an end soon. But his contract's a little big, so I don't know too many teams are going to take that on. But, uh, you know, that's the storyline there. Plus, it looks like in the backfield for the Broncos, Royce Freeman, he is in doubt this weekend versus the Chiefs. I believe it's a high ankle sprain he suffered at the end of that Thursday night game against uh, Arizona. So looks like Lindsey finally will be the sole back in that Denver backfield against this uh, high-powered Chiefs offense. Yeah, you know, and... 
before Sunday night's game, I, I liked some of the Broncos going in, but with the defense looking a little better, I think you have Lindsey. I think you have Emmanuel Sanders, and, and that's pretty much the gist of who I'm playing Denver-wise this week. Mm-hmm. And then the Chiefs, it's just roll with the regular guys, right? I mean, can't, yeah. other than the fact that they uh, decided to go forward on fourth and four, and Spencer yeah. Ware fell down to screw a lot of people out of the over on Sunday <laughs> night. <laughs> Um, not, yes. boy, you're not, uh, not angry about that at all. Huh? Uh, you know, whenever Spencer Ware got grabbed by Freddie, the turf elf and went down, I, <laughs> I thought to myself, oh my, this, this could lead to uh, bad news. And then Andy Reed, let's go for it on fourth and four. Kick the field goal, please. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'll pose this question to you. Speaking of Spencer Ware, you know, it was a game situation, but would you take a flyer on him? Because I know Hunt's going to get all the carries, but they're in an offense that is just putting up monster numbers. Do you, would you take a flyer on him? You know, with these backs that we have on by, maybe you got Zeke or a Gordon on by, and with Gordon, he's kind of banged up a little bit. You know, it's pretty thin on the waiver wire. Would you take a chance on where and maybe put him in your lineup? Well, yeah, I mean, you know, he's he's going to still come in on some third downs. What if you get another blowout like you did on Sunday night? I mean, he had 59 yards on the ground last week. Should have had that touchdown whenever yeah. he yeah. was he broke that long run. Um, you know, he had three catches for 30 yards out of the backfield. So if you if you don't have anything, why not? I mean, and it's funny because last week we talked about it. Looks like he's just going to his big guys, and then Sammy Watkins yeah. get getting seven targets last week. Had four four catches for 74 yards. Um, so again, Sammy Watkins. Just the way that offense is, it's it's so reminiscent of the Rams in the early 2000s. I mean, yep. they're just it's they're so fun to watch. Mm-hmm. Why not take a flyer on on a Chief? Up next, we got the Browns and the Steelers. They tied to start off the season, but now it's Baker's time as he was out that first game against the Steelers. Uh, well, Steelers coming off the bye, and uh, no Le'Veon Bell yet. It's still James Conner, so I guess he's not showing up. That's a shocker, right? Wow. Yeah. <laughs> he didn't <laughs> say what he was going to do. 10, right? Yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah. I mean, you know, Landry showed back up last week, 10 catches, 97 yep. uh, yards for a touchdown. Um, you know, I think I think the Steelers will win this game. I think the, the tie is going to be in their memories, and I also think just coming off a of bye week, they're going to be prepared to play a lot better at home. Um but as far as Browns go, you got Nick Chubb, you have Jarvis Landry, um, you know, that's uh, David Njuko, a tight end. He had a decent game. It looks like Baker is thrown to him. I mean, it definitely looks like him and Landry are Baker's two favorite re- uh, receivers right now. Um, so I'd say those three are who I would be going with. Yeah, and Nick Chubb, too. He started off a little slow in that game, then broke off some bigger runs, ended up, uh, I think, over 80 yards. He had a touchdown as well. So, I mean, when it started off, I was looking at my stats. I'm like, uh, I'm I'm not sure that was a good pickup. But then <laughs> by the end of the game, he had like 14 points. He had two pass targets as well. So, I mean, it, it looks like it's just – it is Nick Chubb's backfield, too, because I thought, well, he may be splitting a little bit with Duke Johnson. And, no, it was decidedly Nick Chubb with the carries as well. So, He's not out there anymore, but maybe you want to trade for him or something because, yeah, if he is in your league, grab him. But if he's not, maybe you want to trade for him. He might come at a lower price. And 
again, like we said with the Steelers, no Le'Veon, it's James Conner, and then the regular crew for Pittsburgh on Sunday. Yeah, I mean, there's you know who you're playing if you have Steelers. Yeah, yeah exactly. Get them in. We've got Redskins and Giants, NFC East showdown as the uh, Giants, well, I mean, they're putting up fantasy numbers. They're not winning games, but uh, some other fantasy guys are helping us out. Saquon Barkley, just did you think he'd catch this many balls coming into the league? I mean, he is this last game, he was the second targeted receiver behind Odell. I think Odell had 11 targets and Saquon had 10 targets come his way, and I think he caught nine of them. Yeah, I mean, he's been incredible. I, I the fact that Eli's checking down a lot too, I don't think uh, hurts his yeah, cause at yeah. all. Um, but yeah, the Giants are just obviously you're playing Barkley, you're playing Odell. For me, you're playing Sterling Shepard. He had a huge night yep. on Monday night. Yes, he um, he's done enough for me that I have him in my lineup every week if I have him on my team, and, and that's pretty much it for me and the Giants. Yeah, Evan Ingram, I had in a tight end. Uh, I know he's just coming back off injury, and you know his rookie year he had some pretty long plays, and I thought maybe he's going to get in that upper half of tight ends. Not yet since he's been injured this year, so I I guess he's still on my bench for now, but uh, hopefully he can turn it around. This might be a good turnaround game. And then the Redskins, uh, getting, looks like Chris Thompson might miss in that backfield. He's questionable. Uh, he's been inactive the last two weeks, so he might not make it for this one. Again, Adrian Peterson will probably get a healthy run load again. In a row. And uh, with Cabri Bibbs as well, the guy you mentioned a couple weeks ago, it looks like he'll get some touches as well. Yeah, he started to get a little more action. I last week I was like, yeah, I don't know. He only he only got two rushes, but he was definitely involved in the passing game, a la Chris Thompson. So mm-hmm. uh, he may be worth it. I mean, Washington's defense has been solid the last two weeks. Granted, it's been at home. I know they gave up forty three points to the Saints when they had to go down to New Orleans, but uh, you know, Washington's defense has been pretty solid. I look for this to be a pretty low scoring game. There's there's nobody off of Washington other than Adrian Peterson that I'm dying to get into my lineup. And the kicker. <laughs> Maybe the kicker. Yes. <laughs> All right, we got Seahawks lines. They're both coming off the bye. They're ready to go. And for the Seahawks, well, I don't know. <laughs> their, their offense has been so up and down so far this year. Looks like Carson will be the running back once again for them, we think, unless – they switch it up after the bye week, and then the Lions, they are continue to sling the ball around. I shouldn't say the Lions were on bye. They were back last week because on Johnson had that huge game. Yeah, they uh, they won down in Miami. I, yep. I, for some reason, I, I don't know why, but I'm just feeling like this game is going to be a little bit of a shootout. Yeah, um, yeah. I, again, I, I don't know why I have that feeling. I just do. Um, you know, keep an eye on Golden Tate. I know he was he's questionable. I think he'll probably be fine. But, um, you know, as far as the backfield for Seattle, I think you have to obviously go with Chris Carson. If you have no other options, Mike Davis might steal some touchdowns. Uh, Richard Penny, you can get in there. Um, you know, Doug Baldwin looks like he's healthy and back to normal. Mm-hmm. Uh, coming off the bye week will obviously help him, too. I'd have Doug Baldwin back in my lineup. Uh, you know, play your normal, your normal Lions as well. And, and speaking of Detroit, I know we're always, always talking about trying to make sure that you have a decent tight end play, right? I yes. mean, it just seems like if you don't have a decent tight end, you're just trying to grab somebody every week. Well, you might want to take a look at Michael Roberts. He only had three targets last week, but uh, 48 yards and two touchdowns. 
maybe maybe a tight end you could get in your lineup if you're uh, struggling off of bye weeks or, or injuries. And I'll throw this out here too because I have him on one of my benches. I've had him on my bench the whole year. If you need a touchdown vulture, his name is Legarrette Blunt for the Lions. He is oh. a, he's a huge vulture. All of a sudden, you know, I'll look on my bench and I'm like, Blunt, he has another like nine or ten point game. I'm like, how is that possible? Oh, he scored another touchdown and ran for like 50 yards. I mean, like, so if if you're desperate on running back and it's pretty low on the waiver wire. Take a look at Legarrette Blunt because it seems like he's he's a touchdown vulture. Yeah, it was weird. You know, the start of the year he he didn't have any touchdowns in September, and then all of a sudden they said, "Oh, maybe this is why we signed this guy in the first place." You know, he had <laughs> yeah. two against Green Bay, had one last week against Miami. So I totally agree with you. Yeah, so look for Legarrette Blunt here the next uh, couple weeks. He can maybe poach some touchdowns away from Carry On Johnson. We've got uh, Buccaneers and Bengals, that world-famous Buccaneers defense that gives up everything, and we got a Bengals offense looking to regroup, and uh, they've got a very favorable matchup this week. Yeah, you know, Peyton Barber is just too up and down for me right now. We talked about him a little bit last week. I'm not playing any of Tampa's running backs unless I absolutely have to. Uh, you know you know who to play receiving-wise. Winston looks like he is doing what we thought he would do. So for some yeah. reason, he's still on your waiver wire. Grab him. I highly doubt it. Oh, there's and, a uh, couple I'm in that I saw him on there, and I'm like, what? Oh, really? Yeah, there, there was. I, I thought, well, I've got Brady and Cousins, so right now I don't need them. Yeah. It's like, yeah, the, for whatever reason, if it was the suspension or what. But, yeah, he's he's come back, and he's putting up huge fantasy numbers. Yeah, definitely. Um for the Bengals, a name you want to watch out for is Jeff Driscoll. <laughs> <laughs> and why is that? No, I'm totally kidding. Well, the way Andy Dalton looked last week, geez. Yeah. Uh, yeah. No, I'm kidding. Obviously, Driscoll came in from off of time. Yeah, he was four for four. Good for him. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but, you know, I look for the, uh, the Bengals to bounce back this week after getting thrashed and, and being at home with a favorable matchup. Yep, so it should help out the Bengals against that Buccaneers defense. Up next, we've got the Jets taking on the Bears. They're in Chicago. <laughs> and, I mean, these Bears, I, I never thought I'd see a, a Bears team put up this kind of fantasy numbers on offense. I know when they first traded for Cutler, they were putting up some good offensive numbers, but it's not like what they're doing. And Nagy is coming as head coach, and he's really revived their offense. I, I am su- surprised by it, and they came a yard close from winning last week. That's unbelievable. I mean, and Trubisky, how about his rushing yards? I mean, that too, yeah. 81 yards on a touchdown scrambling last week. I mean, Howard and Cohen, rushing wise, didn't really do anything you could get excited about. Cohen had a great game receiving. Yep. Uh, Trey Burton, phenomenal tight end. Uh, our guy, Taylor Gabriel, kind of fell off the map last week, but yeah. I, I still think he's going to get touches. Um, you know, Robinson is still showing up on the injury report. Yeah, he's questionable, so he may not play. He It, it sounded like he aggravated a growing injury against the uh, the Pats, so he's questionable right now. And how about Kevin White? Kevin White yeah. had a couple of balls for yards last week. I mean, somebody else you could probably get off the waiver wire if, if you need some help. And the Jets, well... They're the Jets. I mean, there's the the running back. You don't know where they're going to go through week with Powell and Crowell, and then they got those receivers with uh, Robbie Anderson, I guess. Uh, but he's showing up, I think, uh, questionable on some of their injury reports as well. So uh, Jermaine Curse, I guess, there's another option. They cut Terry Glenn. So I mean, it's the Jets. 
Yeah, I mean, you know, Bilal Powell went on the ER or the, the right. IR. Yeah, <laughs> the ER, great show. So that helps uh, out. That that's right. Now that helps out Crow a little bit. Yeah, so it'll be interesting to see Crow if he gets more of the the balls. Um, somebody you could look out for that looks like he's probably going to have a role for a couple of weeks is Trenton Cannon. He is going to be the second running back now. He actually played last week. Yeah. Um, you know, had four catches for sixty nine yards. And a guy I mentioned last week, tight end Chris Herndon, uh, he showed up again. He showed up a couple of weeks now. He had seven targets, four balls, 42 yards, and a touchdown if you're uh, looking for tight end help again. Up next, we've got the Ravens. They're taking on the Panthers. Uh, for the Panthers, Cam Newton, he's a little banged up, a little sore on the right shoulder, his throwing shoulder, so uh, they're being a little cautious with him, but he'll play. But, uh, again, they've got the, the Ravens this week. What do you think? Yeah, I just, it's, it's going to be a tough matchup. Um, you know, McCaffrey, his his rushing totals have just completely fallen off the map the last yep. couple of weeks. Yes, they have. Um, you know, Devin Funches is obviously the number one. That's who Cam's going to look for uh, a lot. Greg Olson had the two catches and the touchdown last week. I think if he gets healthy, he'll work back into the offense. But against the Ravens, I there's there's nothing really in this game either side that is a is a must start for me. Is this another nine six game? I don't know if it'll be that low, but I think it'll be pretty low. Yeah, yeah, I, I agree with you on that one. Justin Tucker, he's going to come back with a vengeance and kick five field goals. Oh man, his facial expression was <laughs> priceless. Yes, after missing that extra point against the Saints, so this is Justin Tucker's comeback game. I guess that's my play of the week uh, in this game. That is. So and keep an eye on John uh, John Brown. He had a huge game last week against uh, New Orleans. I mean, he's mm-hmm. just been great all year. I know he is on the injury report. Mm-hmm. So keep an eye on him. Make sure he's playing on Sunday. All right. Then we start the afternoon slate. The Colts at the New Look Raiders. What are you liking <laughs> in this one? Not the Raiders. I, you know what? The Colts are coming off a home game against the Bills. Their offense looked good last week, but against mm-hmm. the Bills. Marlon Mack, right? I mean, that's what I like. Career day, yep. Huge. Yep. Uh, you know, it looks like Ebron is still going to be a part of the offense. Uh, I think at this point, Chester Rogers, if I have him on my team and and don't have three solid options at my receiver and or flex, I, I think I, I put Chester Rogers in the lineup. As far as the Raiders, we talked about it at the top of the show. Maybe Martavius Bryant, Jordy Nelson, if they're on your waiver wire, Doug Martin, Jalen Richard, but I – until I see what happens this week, I don't feel good playing any of them. Yep, good point there. And speaking of not feeling good about playing any of them, 49ers at Cardinals. <laughs> yeah, this should be um, – I I don't know. We'll find out. Cardinals are going to have a new offense as they've got Byron Leftwich as their offensive coordinator. Maybe they should start him at quarterback. I think he'd be a better option right now. Man, I'll tell you what, Denver's defense was all over Arizona last, last yeah. Thursday. That was unbelievable. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see what they're going to do here with the new offensive coordinator now. I mean, is Fitz going to be targeted more? I mean, he he had a decent game. Well, he had the to one touchdown. I can't say he had a decent game because he only had like four receptions and that touchdown. But I, is David Johnson going to get more looks? I mean, that's the only th- takeaway I get from this is how is this Arizona Cardinal offense going to look now? Well, yeah, I mean, who knows? Is he just going to start feeding Johnson and try to establish the ground game to take some pressure off of, you know, the rookie quarterback? Um, again, it's going to be a wait-and-see kind of situation because, you don't. to your point, you don't know what they're going to do now with the new offensive coordinator. 
far as San Francisco, I mean, Greg Kittle. That's the only guy yep. I'm playing every week on a regular basis. <laughs> what about Mostart? Yeah, I mean, I'm playing him this week. I, yeah. I, you know, I don't have much of a choice. That's who I picked up to play. <laughs> um, you know, seven carries, 59 yards last week. He did catch four balls out of the backfield for 19 yards. It, it still just makes me a little nervous with Freedom Morris and now another, you know, Mm-hmm. So you have three running backs back there. I think they're all going to share touches. Uh, Brito was on the injury report again. Yeah, and he's not. It sounds like he might miss it. He's he. They need to rest him because he only played five snaps last week, and they said the ankle is really bothering him, so he's not practicing. So you know that might go into your advantage with that Mostart there. Yeah, that's the thing, right? If Brito's out, I mean, I think Mostart looks a lot more uh, attractive if it's just him and Alfred Morris because. You know, for whatever yeah. reason, they don't look like they're loving Alfred Morris. No, they're not. I, I don't know why, because he had that great game, and then people were picking it up for the game against the Packers uh, that Monday nighter, and then uh, that that didn't happen at all. So, I mean, that was – I don't know what Alfred Morris did. He must have done something. He didn't bring lunch in to feed people <laughs> or or something. But, yeah, he did something to piss somebody off there. Well, here, you know what I was saying, Mostert, he's going to be my he's my sleeper play of the week. How's that? There you go. Just like with my Justin <laughs> Tucker kicker. Boy, we've got some dandies for you here. Uh, speaking of, well, we're going to have plenty of offense in this one. So to make up for the uh, 49ers Cardinals, we go to Packers and Rams in L.A. Packers coming off the bye week. The Rams, they continue to roll. And uh, I think a lot, you know, we hear about that great Rams defense, but they are giving up some points. And I think this is going to be another shootout. I, crazy, right? I mean, we'll see how Rodgers looks coming off of the bye, having a little more time to rest his knee. But this is the biggest underdog Rodgers has ever been in a game. Really? Last time I looked, the spread was 10 and a half. Wow. Yeah, that, so that shows you what everybody thinks about the Packers' chances in this game. Um, but yeah, I mean, you're playing all your Rams and, and keep an eye on the Packer receivers. I know Cobb and Allison are still questionable. Um, you know, if they're out, Look at look at some of the young kids to play. It's it's pretty much going to be the same same story. I'm, my hope is Aaron Jones finally gets the touches he deserves and, and has a big week. Yeah, I think in this one he almost has to because the way I, I mean to stack up against the Rams. Now it's going to be tough against that Rams defense. I mean I, I know they've been giving up points, but they're pretty stout up front against the run. So it, it I think it's going to be a success for Aaron Jones to get him going. Maybe after the bye week they focus on that more. Hasn't that been the thing though with the Packers during the second half of the season? They try to run it more through past years in the McCarthy era after their bye weeks. Isn't that kind of one of the deals? Uh-oh. Is mo McCarthy always wants to establish the run and. I can see with this game, he definitely is going to probably want to establish the run because he's going to want to keep the Rams offense off the field. Um, I, I think they'll be behind in this game and have to play catch up. So I feel like they're going to be swinging the ball around a lot. Mm-hmm. And with the Rams, Cooper Cup again is going to be doubtful for this game. Most likely won't play with the knee issue. So he'll be out, but then you still got Cooks, you got Woods. Um, is it Farrell Cooper? Oh, he's been in there. I mean, they they mix them in and out for those three receivers. But, of course, you got the monster Todd Gurley. So, I mean, they, they've got plenty of those options. So, if you own those Rams, of course, get them in. Play the Rams. Yep. I think they're all going to have big weeks. And then we got Sunday Nighter. It's the rematch of the Miracle Minneapolis Saints and Vikings. And a lot of points should be scored in this one, I would think. Yeah, you think it'll be a shootout? I think it is. I think it's going to be... One of those in the 30s, I think. Okay. The, the 
purple rain is not going to show up and slow them down? I, I, they have trouble in the secondary. I mean, when you when you saw what they, the Rams did to them, you know, you got the Saints receiving core that's kind of like the same deal. Only, you know, I think uh, Michael Thomas is a little bit better than the what the Rams had for a number one receiver. But yeah, I I think it is, especially with Kamara now in there, because that if you go back to the game. The regular season game that kicked off last year, Kamara wasn't a factor. Then in the playoff game, Kamara was a huge factor against them. And, I mean, the Saints should have won the game if a guy knew how to tackle. So now they go into this one, and, yeah, I really think the Saints will probably create some headaches for the Vikings. And uh, it should be – yeah, I I see this one as a high-scoring matchup here. The screen of Kamara looks like he was kind of back to normal last week, which I was happy to see. So it looks like maybe he was just – holding them back a little bit to get them some rest before the bye week. Um, yep. I have confidence to play Kamara again. Yeah, uh, that's good. And a name for the Saints, he's probably gone off your waiver wire. I know he's off all mine. He's gone. But uh, Traquan Smith, um, he is going to be the number two receiver now that again is on the IR mm-hmm. and uh, Cameron Meredith is banged up. So if for some reason you can still get uh, Smith off of your waiver wire, go grab Traquan Smith immediately and get him on your team. And for the Vikings, too, i got to cover this. Dalvin Cook not going to be playing. And, in fact, it sounds like the plan now is he's going to be out till week 11, so past their bye week. So the frustration of owning Dalvin Cook, yes, I'm raising my hand. Yeah, he's going to still be out, so Latavius Murray is still the back there. But, again, yeah, the last couple games the Vikings have been running the ball. Maybe now they've understood they have to do that. But uh, I, I don't know. Latavius Murray, you start him if you've got him, I guess. But, Still, it's going to be a Thielen game. Thielen's still looking to uh, well, break an NFL record here. If he can get another 100-yard game here, it'll be an NFL record eight straight weeks. So Thielen, Diggs, even Kyle Rudolph, I think they'll have big weeks here with Cousins. Well, here, let me ask you, uh, my quarterbacks this week, I have Kirk Cousins and Russell Wilson. Who are, who are you playing? Ooh, that, that's tough because, yeah, I like, like you said, <laughs> right. I, I like Russell too in that Lions game, but I think – just because of the receiver options, I, I would go with Cousins in that one. Okay. And I, okay. And I personally, I'm struggling with a Cousins-Brady matchup, and we may as well roll into it. Patriots are at Bills Monday night. I, I'm i still starting I, I'm starting Cousins over Brady, but I might switch that come, come Sunday morning. I, I, I don't know, but, uh, yeah, I, I that dilemma is hitting me, too, with Cousins, it seems like. <laughs> Yeah, it's it's going to be a tough call. I mean, uh, Patriots Bills. I mean, come on, right? I mean, I know, Derek I Anderson again. Uh, there's there's really just not anything to like with Bills. Shady is in concussion protocol still. I know he he practiced a bit uh, yesterday, but he is still in the concussion protocol. You know, if you need a running back, Chris Ivory may still be available for you if Shady's out. Another name I want to throw out to you is Marcus Murphy. Uh, he played last week whenever McCoy went out of the game. Uh, you know, Colts were hammering him, but uh, he had four carries for 53 yards and he had six targets out of the backfield. He caught five, five balls for 17 yards. So if you need some waiver wire help, uh, take a look at Marcus Murphy if LaShawn McCoy is not going to play on, on Monday night. And with the uh, Patriots as well, Gronk with that nice Saturday surprise inactive, didn't even travel with the team. That that screwed a lot of teams up last week. I know that. Yeah, these surprises on the uh, the weekend kind of got a couple. Of yeah. Last week. Hurry up, change your lineup. No one's the guy's not even in the same zip code as the team. That was a nice one. 
Yeah, you know, you gotta you gotta keep an eye on Sony Michelle. He uh, he's got the knee. He did not practice yesterday. Um, haven't seen the status yet. Uh, and when I say yesterday, Wednesday, I uh, haven't seen the status yet for Thursday. So uh, keep an eye if uh, if he's playing on on Monday night or not. Uh, another name you may be able to get off the waiver wire if he is injured is uh, is Barner. You know, uh, mm-hmm. Ken John Barner has gotten some touches even whenever Michelle's been playing. He's gotten worked in for a couple of series. But uh, if he's out on Monday night, it'll probably be James White and, and Barner running the ball. And James White, he's been a real nice surprise as well. I mean, he's, he's a must-start with those PPR points. I mean, he's not going to get a ton of rushing yards for the most part. But, you know, this week it might happen, especially against the Bills. They might put 90 points up. Well, and it looks like Josh Gordon and uh, Tom are finally on the same page. He put yep. up 100 yards last week, so... It'll be interesting to watch how that uh, that connection continues. There we go. Week eight, we got a rundown of it. Feeling feeling pretty good this week or not? No. <laughs> Never. <laughs> not at all. Um, you know, my team that was garbage uh, to start the year, all of a sudden Kareem Hunt is now just a beast, and mm-hmm. I have Jameis Winston as my quarterback. So I won two in a row. I've actually I've scored the most points in the league the last two weeks, and so now I'm two and two and five. And sadly, that uh, that team is the one that's trending the best right now. I mean, I'm, I'm still in the hunt of the other two leagues, uh, but just a lack of a second running back in both of my other leagues that I've done pretty well with so far is, is I think, going to, to hurt me down the stretch. That's your participation trophy league, right? Yeah, the participation trophy league. You know, I'm, I'm looking to make a move. <laughs> Well, we got this question in at draft. That guy just coming off a sitter-start question. Edelman, Josh Gordon, Sammy Watkins, or Allen Robinson for the number one spots? Well, Allen Robinson looks like he might not play. So you got Watkins, Gordon, Edelman for that number one receiver spot. So are you taking Gordon over Edelman then? Yeah, I think i got to go with Gordon just seeing what he did last week. Um, one of the things you may want to be cautious about with the Patriots, though, I mean, I, I still like Gordon out of those four receivers. You know, if they get up 24, 27, nothing, which I expect that they're not going to have a really hard time with the Bills, uh, they might they might not pass as much in the second half. They may just run the ball to, to run the clock. But, uh, yeah, I mean, I think out of those four, I would definitely go with Gordon as my number one. So big thanks to our buddy Skip sending that one in. And, yeah, we'll answer them during the, all the way up till Sunday. So if you got any questions, uh, again, reach out to us at Draft That Guy on Twitter. We also have the uh, daily flash briefings. Yes, my pants are on when I'm doing them. <laughs> so disturbing. You always question <laughs> that. But, yes, the Lexa owners, add us to your flash news briefings or flash briefings, whatever the hell they call them, and add us today. We'll get you those daily updates and our thoughts as well with the fantasy fantasy football zone. So check it out. So we'll wrap it up this week. Good luck. And uh, you have any final thoughts here? I really don't. I think that's just the magic of radio and podcast. I mean, we could be pantless right now, and you'd never know. There you go again. There you go again. Just, <laughs> just yes. If I had anything else, yeah, no, that's yeah. I stepped in it there because literally, we're not wearing anything. Uh, no, I am clothed. I am clothed. Oh, you are. <laughs> I better get yes, dressed again. Boy, this isn't awkward or anything. For some reason, I only have one sock on right now. I can't even explain it, but true story. I have a left sock on, but not on my right foot. Okay, Flea. (laughs) Some of you got that out there. I hope you did. I hope we're not too old for you. So, I'm PJ. He's 
I'm Todd. All right, and again, always check us out. Draft that guy on Twitter. It's the Fantasy Football Zone. Follow us on Twitter at Draft That Guy. This is the Fantasy Football Zone.